0: Sheer
1: And I am Amy Nicholson.
0: And welcome to Unspooled. Unspooled. Very exciting. It's a brand new podcast that we are embarking on and hopefully with you. So what is Unspooled?
1: Because Paul, on your show, How Did This Get Made, you talk about the worst movies of all
0: time. Yes, movies that are so bad, they're amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on my show, The Canon... We vote on movies that are maybe important, but we go for, like, liminal stuff. It's We're looking for the debate, the conversation, the argument. Exactly. There's no debate here in Unspooled, where we are going to go through the AFI Top 100 list of films. And you know what? As soon as we announce this, I got all these people, you got all these people yeah. saying, we want to watch these movies with you, which is awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited. So this is something where you can come along with us on this journey. We're using the AFI 2007 list. You know, I realized in looking at this list that, I only know a lot of these movies through the meme, right? Or the slogan, like, are you talking to me? Like, yes, I've seen Taxi Driver, but I don't remember anything else besides that scene. Or, you know, Susan Kane is the sled, you know. Like, there there are all these movies that have just become images or lines. But what is actually the movie behind them?
1: Exactly. You're talking about, like, the memification of culture, which I worry about all the time, that we reduce two hours of a project that involves thousands of people making it, all sorts of interesting moments into just that touchstone. Oh, yeah, the movie where he looks in the mirror and he talks real tough. But there's a whole movie around that that I think
0: we forget about. I think part of the fun of this is looking at all these like holes and gaps that I have in my movie knowledge because I've seen a lot of movies. I consider myself an active moviegoer. Did I see Jumanji? Yes, I did. But I have not seen like a, a Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire musical. And I want to kind of close that gap a little bit because I think you can learn a lot by watching different styles of directors and actors and you see kind of where some of our favorite filmmakers have been influenced and where things originated from, ideas and everything.
1: Yeah, I feel like every film on this list is present in the movies that we watch today, even Jumanji. Maybe that should be our quest as we go through the 100 episodes of this. Where is the moment where Jumanji's like, this is my top of the head? Maybe it's a Douglas Fairbanks movie. These movies are alive.
0: Right, exactly. It's not just the catchphrase, what are these movies? And we want to look at these movies and see if they actually hold up. And if they do hold up, why they hold up, and more importantly, we're going to talk to people who have some intimate relationship with each of these films, whether it's a choreographer or a cinematographer. A or stuntman. St- Ooh, very exciting. Uh, and we're going to try to get to the bottom of these movies and just have a real discussion about it. Movies like Toy Story and Blade Runner and Streetcar Named Desire and going all the way to like The Unforgiven and Tootsie, It's a Wonderful Life, Chinatown, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Psycho, The Searchers, Casablanca, Raging Bull. And we're starting it all with the number one film of all time, Citizen Kane. And now, I had always assumed that Citizen Kane was like a hit from the get-go. But I did not know that this movie was almost never seen.
1: So, people are aware that William Randolph Hearst hated this movie. Mm -hmm. Deliberately, like this Rosebud thing. Have you heard what Rosebud really meant to William Randolph Hearst?
0: It was his wife's
1: yeah, it was his Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was in love with an actually very good actress. Okay. But people thought she was bad because of this movie. Oh, and wow. he always felt a little guilty about that. And then when Hearst gets involved, he basically says to um, RKO who made Citizen Kane, he's like, Well, I'm not going to put anything about any of your movies in this paper unless you burn the film. He really wow. wanted them to burn the film. And he put this pressure on all of Hollywood. He was like, You know what, Hollywood? You're not that good at being like moral and righteous. What if my papers start telling all the studios what's wrong with all of the films? And from number one, we jump to number one hundred in our second episode with Ben Hur, a movie I had never seen in full, but I realized how much I've just seen people reference it in movies like Greece, where yes. you have a car race and then there's spikes on the wheel. That chariot race? Oh my god! I mean, I was—that was the thing I could not wait to watch twice because. Yes. Your palms are sweaty. I sound like I'm mean, your palms are sweaty. No. It is nerve wracking.
0: The fact that no one died shooting that. I know they broke cameras and they had all these issues and the horses could only do like five laps a day and it took months and months and months to actually shoot this sequence.
1: One of the details I think I love so much about the chariot racing scene that makes it so much more tense is that they keep cutting to the medics. Yes. They're like, people are going to get hurt. Here's the medics. They're coming out again. Oh my God. Are the medics going to get the guy in time? Can Are the medics going to get hurt? It was like oh, watching
0: when- a rodeo because there's like one scene where the medics are like pulling someone off, like, a second before all those horses are just racing by. Like, they were doing amazing stunt work there. Then we go to number 10, a bona fide classic. I mean, Wizard of Oz, you can't, you can't get more pure than that, but I think the thing that I was kind of blown away by was how much influence that movie has had on current pop movies.
1: Star Wars is The Wizard of Oz. I mean, Star Wars is so much The Wizard of Oz. Like, even when Star Wars comes out, Roger Ebert wrote about it. He said, Star Wars is a fairy tale, a fantasy, a legend, finding its roots in some of our most popular fictions. The golden robot, lion-faced space pilot, and insecure little computer on wheels must have been suggested by the tin man, cowardly lion, the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Well, I did find this interview with Mark Hamill where he talks about the tonal similarity that he Mm -hmm. saw, where he said that he played Luke Skywalker like he was Dorothy.
0: The thing that's really winning about Star Wars, is it's not like we're winking at the camera, like, isn't this cute kind of camp stuff. Uh, It's very sincere. It's like we'd all gotten into a time machine and were transported back to the 30s where it wasn't corny anymore.
1: And for maybe the most watched movie on this list, then we're going to go to 90, Swing Time with Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire, a movie that neither of us had seen and that both of us were pretty shocked by in yeah.
0: We figured the best people to help us unpack this are the hosts of Yo, Is This Racist? I don't think I've ever seen a movie with blackface in it. Like no? We, I don't think so. I don't know. If Isn't like, it in White Christmas? And I, like, I would have never seen that. So I Googled a little bit about this, and I read a lot of white people saying <laughs> that this is not problematic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So, and, and So that was, I kept on like, I, I would look at the authors like, oh, another white person just saying like,
1: Not a Mm -hmm. big deal. Yeah.
0: This is a place where, like, like, it comes up even today, which is, like, intention versus effect, right? Like, so many, like, nice white people are like, oh, I didn't mean it. Or, like, even people who defend, like, say, a Donald Trump. It's like, he doesn't have racism in his heart. And there's, it's fair, I think, to question who cares what's in your heart. So there's so much to learn. There's so much to listen to. I hope you guys join us for episode one, Citizen Kane. Watch it for the first time or watch it for the first time where you don't have to feel like you're watching it for some sort of a homework assignment. Just enjoy this movie.
1: Subscribe today on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Paul, we're going on an adventure.
0: I cannot wait. See you at number one and number two. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is,
1: I don't want my problems to burden anyone.
0: Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.